Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan, one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. David, how are you? Good. Happy Friday. You too, sir. Getting ready for the weekend. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to check our captain's log, and it appears we are on minute number 30. Half an hour into this movie already. I know. I'm cool. so ex- I'm I'm ecstatic. You're ecstatic. We're finally getting underway. I know. Uh, so this minute, minute number thirty, starts with uh, Kirk and McCoy. They're uh, stepping out of the turbo lift still and onto the bridge. And this minute ends with Spock saying, "Don't you agree, Admiral?" Uh, that wasn't a sarcastic admiral, was it? <laughs> that was not a con sarcastic admiral. Gotcha. But we'll discuss Spock in a minute. We'll do. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so Kirk and, and McCoy coming onto the bridge. I think we talked about, you know, obviously in the last minute, this was the yep. you know the big reveal of the Enterprise bridge yep. uh, in this in this film. And, uh, you know, uh, just watching watching Kirk's reaction as he comes on, mm-hmm. I think he he looks like the way I feel, you know seeing the Enterprise bridge like this is awesome and he just you know he looks like it's a mixture of uh, I don't know if joy is the right word but he just looks he looks happy to be there he looks proud of the ship and uh, it's just like he's psyched to be standing there you know? yeah yeah he definitely psyched to be there and it's like that feeling of like contentment that he's that he's home that he's back on the bridge of the Enterprise where he belongs yeah, it's that sense of like, I don't want to say awe, but it's it's almost like he's looking around at the hustle and the bustle of everyone doing their job and checking things out, and you know he's really he's taking it all in. I mean, I know it's an inspection, but I believe the yeah the expression on his face is you know I'm here, I'm on the Enterprise, I'm, I'm home. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, and of course, also it's again, once again, it's also it's a fun stuff to look at. And uh, I love looking at the displays, and you know, as the it's a great, it, I guess it's a great shot too. Just you know, the, the camera keeps pulling away from Kirk and McCoy, and so you get to take in more and more of the bridge as as Kirk's doing the same thing. He's looking around really slowly and, <laughs> and checking everything out. Um, and so I'm just looking at all the displays that everybody has. I know we've talked about a bunch of them, but uh, yep. there's there's a couple there that um, I think are used later in the film. There's a it's gonna be hard for me to point it out to you. Um, it's a it's Savick station on the bottom. She's got the two yep. sets of all the orange lights, and then this looks like a you know an Excel graph. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's, that's animated. It's yep. on that monitor, but it's also on the monitor to McCoy's right. Um, oh, it is. Yeah. That same one, and I think they use that later in the film. Ooh, perhaps. Um, pretty sure that's that same, and that's a that's a pretty. Uh, a key sequence of animation later in the film, near the end of the film. 
So I'm going to keep an eye out for that. I'm going to make a note. As we're pulling back from the scene, and obviously to McCoy's left, our right, we see a fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's we've talked about the different things that we see here, like go back to the exit sign, the fire extinguisher, and then Spock holding the clipboard and appears to be using a pen to write on the clipboard because he hands him yeah. the clipboard and a pen. And I'm thinking to myself, what is with all these 20th century gadgets? Like, wouldn't they be typing this stuff in or using their fingers and do 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 <laughs> I just find it. I just find it weird that you know. Yeah, sure. I get the fire extinguisher, right? But, but some of these things just. And I know I'm going to bring it back and say budgetary reasons that they needed to put these props in. But I feel like he could have done a better job with the the pen and the board. I mean, that's. It, yeah, it does look like it looks like he's holding a circuit board, right? Like a white right. circuit board, and he's using a pen on it. So what the heck is he doing? Is he signing it? Is he punching I, it in codes? Uh, I know, and it's our friend who was uh, from the Kobayashi Maru standing in the background. So we know what his task is, is to basically have a clipboard and a pen for the captain. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, so, yeah, so now we cut to... Uh, he's uh, Spock's asked uh, asked for all the moorings to get cleared. Uh, yep. Which I I don't know about you. I always you know moorings right. That's very going back to the navel. Uh, yep. But I I keep I literally keep picturing them someone throwing ropes you know, <laughs> off of the Enterprise right like undoing ropes and uh, and it's too bad when we you know when you when they when you see the exterior of you know the Enterprise inside space dock. I don't remember seeing anything holding it in place you know so i always wonder what i've always wondered what the moorings are in the, in the star trek universe you know is it magnetic oh right yeah or is it you know <clears throat> i don't think it's a physical thing is it just maybe something that's there yeah magnetic or something in front of the enterprise that they need to open to let them out of that that cage thing so right. that they can you know clear through out of the you know the valvoline pit stop as we uh, we like to call it right um that's what I thought of. I thought of like um, the you know yanking fuel cords and all kinds of like you know yeah let's get the rope off and you know tie tied away and you know we'll wave goodbye to the harbor master and we're on our way. It would have been a nice touch. You know we we saw that we've seen the little dudes floating around on the outside of the ship, right? We saw a guy floating yep. upside down, and I think we'll see another one when they're leaving. He's waving goodbye. Uh, that would have been a nice touch, you know, when clear all morning moorings. If you saw those guys out there with the little jetpacks, you know, just pulling stuff <laughs> off, right? Like my steam right, yeah. and you know electrical gadgets and. But I guess now we're just going to start throwing the but we'll play the budget card, right? Now well, they couldn't do that for budget. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I chuckled you know, watching this. You know, there's there's you know the dialogue is all. Uh, some of the dialogue is all kind of in the background. Obviously, there's a lot of you know people talking, chattering in the background, and Spock asks for clear all mornings. And I think I think Savick says that you know mornings are cleared. And Spock's response is like, "Thank, yep. thank you." <laughs> it's yep. a very. It doesn't sound like a Spock reaction. He, you know what I mean? He sounds he sounds very distracted, and you know, he's yep. just saying thank you because he knows he. You know what I mean? He's he's he's. It feels like he's thinking about something else. He's like, "Thank you." And, <laughs> um, I just, I just, I laugh when I hear him say it. Um, so this is when we get to, uh, you know, the, the scene then cuts to uh, Spock in the captain's chair, right? Captain Spock. Yep. Um, 
and he kind of pauses there for a second. He's, obviously, an idea comes to mind. Um, and uh, I love this part. He, he asked the um, Savick, have you ever piloted a ship out of space dock? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, never, sir. Yeah, never, never, sir. And, uh, and then he sort of, yeah, he has this sort of, you know, we see McCoy and Kirk give a, give a little bit of a look to each other. You know, Kirk's got a little smirk and McCoy looks uh, unsure of what where this is going. Exactly. I think they're both like, they both have their own. Yeah, where is this going, Kirk's? It looks like he's smirking in a way. Um and McCoy's just like, uh, I don't like the sound of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, and again, we were talking a little bit about the soft line. Then you see, then you see Spock look at Kirk and McCoy. Right. Yeah. And he yeah. sort of gives him like the, hmm, hmm. I'm thinking something here. Hmm, light yeah. bulb. Light bulb. Yeah. Light bulb. His Vulcan light bulb. And then, yeah. uh, uh, this is one of my this is one of my favorite lines in the movie. Uh, Spock standing up and straightening up and take her out, Mr. Savick. It's such a great yep. line. Uh, and it's, uh, it, it, yeah, within like seconds, there's all these great moments. So Spock saying take her out, Savick, which I think to me is um, kind of unvulcan like too. You know what I mean? I think, I think he's trying at this point to emulate humans. You know what I mean? And try to emulate. But yeah. Yeah, we were talking about this offline a little bit, and we sort of were like, "What's the motivation here? Is it, is it to emulate Kirk? To emulate Kirk? Kirk's a good captain, and he knows that perhaps he would try something like this. Is he trying to impress Kirk? Like he's a Vulcan, so they have no need for that. But he is human, so is that sort of a, a human response? Like you said, like you know, you know, when he's trying to impress, is he? mentoring Savick in the sense like, well, this is a perfect opportunity. I've got an admiral here. I can show off my mentee doing, you know, doing something, uh, get good reviews and, um, you know, have her take the, take the ship out. Right. Well, it's interesting. I'm sure we could get into, uh, uh, get into it pretty deep, but I think we, we, we know even from Spock's mouth later that Vulcans have no egos to bruise. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So him wanting to show off Savick really probably isn't logical. Um, but I, but I it think you're not. right. I think that the human side of him is is kind of coming through here. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it is a great line, and it's a it's a great scene. But you just have to. It, it's everything from that weird little look that he gives to Kirk and McCoy, and sort of is like, you know, he comes to a decision. Is like. Hmm, I'm going to let, you know, Savick take her out. And then he stands up in a grand gesture and, like, you know, stands behind the chair. And it's like, take her out, Mr. Savick. You know, it's it's not a simple thing where he just sort of, you know, casually in passing. I mean, it's very deliberate yep. and very, uh, you know, he, he gets up, stands behind and makes a big show of it. So I, I feel like it's more than just, like, her just learning. Like, I feel like it's – there's a purpose yeah, right. Exactly. It's yeah. There's 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 a there's a couple levels here. Uh, agreed. I just I'm not quite sure what they are. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but continuing this, you know, the, these these you know half Vulcan, half human, half Vulcan, half Romulan, non-canonical. Right. Um, uh, Savick's reaction, right, to take her out. You know, she's like 
she looks at Kirk like, oh, crap. Yeah. And I've already, uh, I, yeah, I kind of screwed up before and, well, you know, it had a rough go in the Kobayashi Maru and mm. how's this going to go? Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, she's already had a, a kind of a failure in front of him. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so she, you can see that reaction on her face. There's an emotion there of kind of uh, fear, right? Um, and then she. Yeah, gets, it's almost like fear and like not wanting to go, like not wanting to do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but she knows, <laughs> she knows she can't say no. Yeah, um, and so she, you know, she composes herself. I, sir, does the almost the same thing, the same move as Spock does, right? She kind of stands up, yeah. and you can see her composing herself. Yep. Um, and uh, and then she, you know, del- <laughs> well, she walks by. She walks by Kirk and McCoy, and does she give them sort of a? A sideways glance. She does. Yep. She 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 definitely looks at them, um, and then looks down. <laughs> um, again, back to back to back moments here. We get right. We, we, now we see Kirk and McCoy. Kirk looks scared. He looks terrified. He looks ter- thank you. He looks terrified. He's and like, he, what? what? And McCoy yeah. looks even. I mean, he looks like. Are you nuts? Right. Like I'm just waiting for him to say that. Like you, you green-blooded, inhuman, like <laughs> right. nutball. Well, you see him. He does almost like it's like a double take in a way, right? He he kind yeah. of follows Savick as she walks by, and then it, once she's off off frame, he he looks he, he just whips his head back at Spock. Yep. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a, his, his face is priceless. It's priceless, and it, it's it's again, it's it's. I'm going to keep saying it over and over again. This kind of, it's, this, it's humor, right? They're playing it up for us. It's, I yeah. think we're supposed to get a laugh out of it. And it's, um, I just love the acting, the reactions for both of them. They're, I mean, McCoy definitely in character. That, that That's what, that's what McCoy would yep. do. He'd, he'd play like, look incredulous and, you know, look at Spock and you're right. He, he's probably this close to saying something out loud. Um, Kirk, on the other hand, his reaction is just—it's—it's it's not so much in character, but just that look of terror. Like, what, oh my God, what? Yeah, how's this going to go? My ship, you know, this is not a simulation. And even her sitting down—I mean, she still she like sits down and she sort of she still gives sort of like a backwards glance to the area behind them, as if to be like, I know I'm being watched. Yep, she does. You're right. But boy, could she sit down like in a more poised way? She's like sitting, I know. In, like sitting in her throne. Yep. And that's where Spock comes in and, you know, for everything, there is a first time lieutenant. That is a fantastic line. And, and yes. I, 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 you know, I'll freely admit I, when we, our first tweet on Twitter, we used that to kind of introduce you know, that we were starting up this podcast. It's, you know, our, our first podcast that, you know, we, we've, we've done. And, uh, that, you know, I just think it totally rings true, but I, I find that that's something like, you know, you should see, you know, needle pointed on a pillow yeah. or, or, you know, or hanging in a classroom, right? Like a motivational poster. There's just something right, yeah. like, yeah, I, I love it. It's, it, you could write, I'm sure a book of philosophy, you know, just based on that. Um, I'm sure someone has. Yeah, I'm sure they have. You're right. And if they haven't, someone will now. Um, I mean, I'm all about like facial expression, like especially with like Terrell and the sweat and the checkoff with the fear. And 
this minute is full of great expressions from McCoy to Kirk to Savick, even Spock with the lifting of the eyebrow and sort of, mm-hmm. you know, they're all fantastic. Yeah, great performances, right? Yes. Yep. Um, and then again, I think we just just this very last moment in the, in the minute. Um, you got to go back to Spock's motivation here because that little he just kind of throws the question over his shoulder. He doesn't even really turn around. He just kind of turns his head. You know, would right. you agree, Admiral? Is he needling Kirk? I don't. Yeah, I don't know if he's maybe for the way he treated Savick after the Kobayashi Maru, maybe? Oh, you think? Getting, getting, like, getting back just a little bit? Like, yeah, and sort of like, because we'll see in the next minute, like, how Kirk really feels about this. <laughs> and maybe that's his sort of payback? Yeah, maybe. You hate to think. Maybe that's his motivation? Yeah. Well, you know, I think, you know, he's, like we said, he's a little bit there's a little bit of human in there, and and he is friends with with uh, with Jim, you know Jim Kirk. So right. Maybe this is just a this is his version of busting Kirk's balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out um, and say that this is one of my favorite minutes. I don't think I've really Ooh. called one yet in in the in the show, uh, but I'm gonna put. Minute thirty as well. No, nope, I don't think you've called one yet. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, um, and I actually think the next one too is is one of my favorites. I think this whole sequence is just great. Um, but anywho, so the only other minor thing I had mm-hmm. was just uh, uh, again watching the over Spock's shoulder, watching the panels um, uh, at the stations. Yeah, uh, there's a. There's one that actually spells out words, and I thought it was sending a message, but it says set four, and it says code six, and it kind of starts, I don't know, starts repeating. You don't get to see the whole sequence, um, but it just makes you wonder what that was all about. And then there's the Apple II <laughs> screensaver is, is visible as well, which is which is a favorite. <laughs> anyway, yeah, say code six. <laughs> so that is all the notes I had for this my favorite minute or one of my favorite minutes. How about you? Um, uh, no, I think that's about it. I mean, I think we went through everything. I mean, the motivations and maybe the listeners have something, you know, to offer motivation wise in terms of, mm. you know, what is, what is Spock really doing here? Is he busting, busting on Kirk? Is he showing off his prized pupil? Is he got some other logical reasoning to do this? Right. I mean, he, there is a first time for everything, and what a better better time than now. Right. And maybe it's as simple as that. First time for busted on Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> nope. So, all right. Well, cool. Well, then um, why don't we uh, wrap this up and uh, uh, let the folks out there know that you guys can, uh, uh, when we're, we're, we're not here, you can always reach us online at Twitter. Um, we're also on Instagram, and uh, if you want to reach us on Facebook, you can reach us at the Wrath of Con Minute Listener Federation, or you can yep. send us an old-fashioned email at podcast at wrathofconminute.com. Yep. Uh, otherwise, we will be back on Monday. Monday. Monday, here at the Wrath of Con Minute. Take her out, Mr. LaSalle.
Kaiser. 